TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. You may have seen the big article in the Buffalo News last Sunday. And it said, 116th birthday celebration slated for venerable, that's a nice term, fireboat. And it reads on in the Buffalo News, the 116th year of operation for the Edward M. Cotter Fireboat will be celebrated with a presentation of a birthday cake at noon November 12th in the Buffalo Naval and Military Park. Now, this program was recommended by Ronald Papa, President and Chief Executive Officer of NFA National Fire Adjustment, as he's a big supporter of this effort. And with us today, we have Sandy Beckman, who was a firefighter, born in Buffalo, graduated Bennett High School and University of Buffalo, co-founder of Buffalo Thermograph Service, Inc., printing, founded in 65, sold it in 2012. And also with us today is Ronald Endel. He's retired as a division chief after 36 years of service with the Buffalo Fire Department. He is currently a New York State fire instructor teaching both here in Erie County and at the State Fire Academy, Montour Falls, New York. Our guest today on the Rusk Report about the E.M. Cotter Fireboat. Let's talk about the event. What is it all about, Sandy and Ron? The Fireboat Cotter uh, is going to be on September 15th, or I'm sorry, excuse me, November 15th, 116 years old. It is the oldest working active fireboat in the world. Uh, it's a um, national historic monument. So we felt to uh, kind of get some interest in the boat that we would have a sweet 16 party for the boat plus 100 years. And that's the purpose of uh, what we're going to try and do. We're going to open it up to the public. There's been a lot of demand for access to the boat to the public and that's what we're going to try and do with opening it for tours ronald yeah try to raise, raise an awareness to uh of, of the historical value and uh, of the fireboat cotter that that has served both in the u.s and and in canada back in 1960 when i went to port coburn uh to fight a fire it's one of the only ones that we know of that have fought fires in foreign countries in addition to its primary duty here in, in, the, in the Buffalo area is as an icebreaker uh, to keep the Buffalo River free from ice to prevent those waters from backing up into our, our neighboring towns of Chicktawaga and West Seneca. Now let's talk about more about the importance of the Edward M. Cotter fireboat. Uh, it's a historical landmark. Does it save lives? Does it contribute to a better quality of life in western New York? Let's talk about the big picture of the value of this 116-year-old fireboat. Well, as you know, the waterfront has changed. Uh, <clears throat> when the boat was first started 116 years ago, 
uh, from the pictures that we've seen, the, the waterfront uh, was completely different from what it is today. And there were uh, many, many grain elevators, uh, which had the possibility, and they were wooden in those days, mm -hmm. uh, great fire hazards. And um, the cotter was designed to be able to fight fires along the waterfront. Um, it doesn't quite do that today because our waterfront isn't as vulnerable to fire as it was years ago. But it is still uh, the ice-breaking feature that is the predominant uh, feature of the boat today. Uh, if the city didn't have the boat to break ice and they had to bring in a private contractor, it could cost them $32,000 a day to be able to break the ice and keep it moving. Uh, right now, that fee is reduced to a uh, paid captain on the boat and a paid engineer. And they're going to pay for fuel. So the cost is substantially less. Uh, it could respond to a fire. Ron, when was the last time it went? Uh, 19, or, or 2012, was it? Or to uh, that scrapyard fire, I believe? Yeah, it, it's been used then, and it's also been used uh, numerous times as a, as a source of water. Uh, part of the problem with the with the riverfront area and everything else is that you're limited on your access and you're limited on the amount of water supply that you have. And the fireboat, with its capabilities of producing 15,000 gallons a minute, uh, is, is equal to 10 land companies in, in today's modern, modern terms. Uh, so that's part of its big value is to be able to supply the, those companies with, the, with water as well as, as the big factor, is, as Sandy said, is the ice-breaking capabilities of this boat. Um, they went out last year, and last year was a fairly mild winter. Mm -hmm. They were out somewhere between 25 and 30 times last year. So if you take that figure times the 30,000 roughly that, that they're talking about, uh, that's, that's quite a, uh, a large sum of money that the city would have had to come up with that the, by keeping the cotter in, in service and up to snuff, but uh, it saves the taxpayers of the city of Buffalo and the surrounding communities in effect by preventing the flooding uh, quite, a, quite a bit of money. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Today it went out early this morning uh, on a run out to the water intake uh, for the water department. Uh, there is a light on the top of the water intake, that big round building right. that we see out in the harbor that is um, battery-operated, solar battery-operated. Mm -hmm. But they do have to change it once a month regardless. Uh, so the fireboat takes a crew out there to the intake. They go out and they change the, the battery and whatever else they do, and then they bring them back in. Uh, that's another thing that they do regularly, at least once a month. Very good. Now, we we're talking about money. You're talking about savings of money, but you're trying to raise money because this boat, the EM Cotter, which apparently has probably saved hundreds of lives in the last 116 years, it needs work. It needs money uh, for uh, the new propellers and shafts. So let's talk about what it costs to repair this boat, where you're going to repair it, how much it costs, and where people can send money 
to help with this lifesaver, the EM Cotter. Now, the boat is still the responsibility of the city of Buffalo. And uh, what we are trying to do is to uh, offset some of that cost. The major cost for replacing propellers and shafts, I think the propellers were $30,000, Ron? Yeah, somewhere around there, and that that is not installed. That's not installed. That's just the cost of the propellers. When they put new propellers in, they need new shafts and bearings and that sort of stuff. That has to be done at a dry dock. can't be done by lifting the boat out of the water. First of all, there's nothing here that will lift that boat out of the water anyways. Uh, you'd need two or three cranes probably, and there's just no place you can do that. There is no dry docks in Buffalo anymore. Closest dry dock uh, that they could do the work in is Cleveland. And if Cleveland's tied up, they got to go up to Wisconsin, where they went uh, uh, when the boat was rehabbed in 1965. Uh, what we want to do is we want to be responsible for above-the-waterline maintenance on the boat, the conservancy, that is. Yes. Uh, we are assuming that that would be somewhere around $25,000 a year, and that's what we're trying to raise funds for. So you're, you said 30000 plus twenty-five, so that's 55000 That's mm -hmm. just... But, that's but just then you have other costs to get the boat to where it is. Correct. The, the personnel to get it there, to stay there, bring back. Aren't you really talking over $100,000? You're talking way more. We're really talking uh, probably to get it back to A1 condition to keep it going for hopefully another 116 years, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of around $500,000. 500000 now, but if you had to buy a boat, that would be millions, wouldn't it? it uh, yeah, but you wouldn't buy a boat like the Cotter. You would get what they call, I believe, a fast response yeah, boat. See, the right. Cotter, the, the city of Buffalo was really smart back in 1900 when they bought the boat. Mm -hmm. They paid $90,000 at that time, which is equal to about $2.5 million in today's dollars. So to replace it, you're really talking about a, a boat like this with a capacity for water to put out fires, uh, a couple million bucks. Uh, well well over that. Uh, New York City's fireboats that, that, that do not do icebreaking duty per mm -hmm. se, their boats were running around 15 to $20 million wow. for just the fireboat capabilities and the weapons of mass destruction and those kind of things in that. Now you so, add the cost so, of the... So if we raise, let's say, a half a million dollars in the next couple of years, it's really a savings because to replace it would be millions. Oh, yes. Definitely. It, it's be several several million dollars to, to just replace the firefighting capabilities of it. Uh, I don't know what an icebreaker would cost today, but uh, like I say, judging from the, the price back in, in 1900, it would be it would be substantial. Okay, where should people write out tax deductible donations? They can send it to the Fireboat EM Cutter Conservancy at PO Box Four, uh, Buffalo, New York one four two three one. Why don't you repeat that again? And someone's still reaching for a pen. <laughs> Fireboat EM Cutter Conservancy, PO Box Four, Buffalo, New York. One four two three one. 
We're learning a great deal uh, at the recommendation of President of National Fire Adjustment, Ronald Papa. We're learning about the 116th birthday celebration and the need to raise a half a million dollars for the Edward M. Cotter Fireboat, 116 years old at this time. Our guests today are firefighters Sandy Beckman and Ronald Wendell. If you're listening in South Buffalo or Toronto or Washington, D.C. to our 50,000 watts, drop us a note to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners, and I'm sure with the need for public safety throughout Europe, Canada, and the U.S., your checks will be very much appreciated to restore and keep this boat in tip-top condition. A little note here, Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampole Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampole Legal. The Ampole Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guests, Gene Knox, philanthropist, Megan Mangold, the president of Mangold Ranch, and Harry Wilson, potential candidate for governor of New York. Uh, coming up, we'll have Lisa Florzek and Count Joseph Ray, active in the Polish community, and artist and lecturer Bonnie Gordon Flickinger, all on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. A little bit more information about our guest, Sanford Beckman is a member of Volunteer Fire Companies for 55 years, but he doesn't look old enough to do that for 55 years. Chief of Auxiliary Fire Corps for 35 years, current president of the Fire Bell Club of Buffalo, and president of the Fire Boat E.M. Cotter Conservancy, Inc. that we're talking about today. More information about Ronald Endel. He serves as the vice president of both the Edward M. Cotter Conservancy and the West New York Retired Firefighters Association, and he's vice president of the West New York Retired Firefighters Association. And 35 years ago, I heard every night for dinner when I worked in Albany for Assemblyman Hart, Arthur E. Sullivan, who is a lobbyist for the firefighters in Albany, told me that you guys were heroes. I heard that every night at dinner for six months. So we're happy to have you on the Rusk Report on ESPN Thank you. AM 1520. Let's talk a little bit more about this event, and I guess you're going to have a couple days of activities. I know noon on November 12th you're cutting the birthday cake, and you'll have refreshments at noon. But what else is taking place that weekend? The uh, fireboat will be open for public tours. Uh, in addition to the cake, we're going to have the uh, Salvar Salvation Army's canteen there to serve <clears throat> hot drinks, coffee, etc. We'll have uh, cookies and uh, uh, the hot drinks to serve to the public if they want. Uh, it's going to be a great time to come and actually see the boat, see how it operates, uh, 
unfortunately, we won't be able to shoot the cannons off on it, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, you will be able to, to touch and see and uh, get a feel of how big this boat really is and what it can do. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the uh, Greater Buffalo Pipe Band is going to be there also to uh, do a little little performance for us. And uh, we will also have some trinkets available for, for purchase to help support the, the Cotter Foundation, such as shirts and hats, uh, uh, challenge coins, things of that nature, which all the profit goes directly to the Cotter and, and only to the Cotter. And that was the whole purpose of the Conservancy, is to have a dedicated source of, of funding for the, for the Cotter. We're also going to have a raffle. Uh, we have uh, three items to raffle. Uh, one is a basket full of all the items that uh, the Conservancy sells, every item, shirts, pins. We're going to have a fire extinguisher lamp that was built by one of the members of the Conservancy. And uh, one of the... Um, um, suppliers of our goods uh, has given us a basket of uh, food products Uh to raffle off. So there'll be three items that'll be uh, up for raffle. Uh, Again, all the proceeds from the sale of the tickets will go to the Conservancy for the boat. Now, if somebody gives $100 or $1,000 or $20,000, what type of... um, gift or or uh, salute do these people get for different levels of donations well the one level that we have definitely is for a hundred dollars they will receive a uh, fireboat t-shirt okay uh, in the bigger uh, amounts uh, we have uh, a hat available for 500 okay uh, and for a thousand dollars sweatshirts and hats well, maybe you should have categories of 10000 or 50000 for foundations, the, the plaque or some type of commemoration. That's a great idea. We, yeah. we haven't gotten that far into the fundraising. We've only been in existence since January of this year as a conservancy. Uh, and it all started uh, basically two years ago when the Firebell Club had a dinner uh, and our speaker was uh, Dr. O'Neill, who was from uh, the Fire Academy head of FEMA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he and his wife came to our dinner, and we just felt we wanted to do something for him, so we offered to uh, take him out on the fireboat. Well, at the time, they had no idea what the fireboat was. They just thought it was a little boat. Well, Dr. O'Neill's wife went out on the boat with us, and she fell in love with the boat. Okay. And she said to us, basically, how stupid we were for not having signs somewhere along the roads to support this fireboat because it was such a treasure. And that got the firebell members involved, and we thought, well, how can we help the fireboat? And we started selling shirts and things like that, and that evolved into the Conservancy, um, which is the coalition between the Firebell Club, the Fire Commissioner's Office, Local 282, the Union, Buffalo mm-hmm. Firefighters, the Retired Firefighters, and the uh, Buffalo Fire Historical Society. Uh, 
So that is the coalition that makes up the uh, foundation, basically, of, of the uh, conservancy. Did you want to add something, Ron? Yeah, to bring in to bring in the the public side of it and everything else. Uh, one of our one of our, our the Buffalo Fire Department's biggest supporters for years has been National Fire Adjusters and Ronnie Papa, and, and so uh, he sits on our board along with uh, Joe Basil from Joe Basil Senior from Joe Basil Chevrolet as the shall we say civilian representatives, since you know, so everybody else is fire department connected, uh, and to bring in some some business people to to guide us through this is. You know, it's a new experience for us, for us fire folks, and that uh, to go out and try to beg for money, I guess, is, is basically what we're doing. But uh, so that's kind of the makeup of it. We wanted to represent the equal representation from from all sides. Well, I know Ron Papa with National Fire Adjustment believes in you because he called me and he said these are wonderful people who save a lot of lives, and you have to help them. And uh, so I also want to thank Stan Evans of the Buffalo News. He put in eight inches in the Buffalo News with the city desk in the Sunday paper on page uh, C3. It was a wonderful big article, so we thank the Buffalo News for that, too. And hopefully a lot of people are going to send tax-deductible donations to Fireboat E.M. Cotter Conservancy, P.O. Box 4, Buffalo, New York, 14231. It's a wonderful cause. For those who just tuned in to the Rusk Report, you're listening to ESPN Radio. Drop us a note if you're listening in the U.S. or Canada. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit more information about our guests. For those who have just tuned in, Sandy Beckman graduated Bennett High School and University of Buffalo, co-founder of Buffalo Thermograph Service in Founded in 65, sold in 2012, member of volunteer fire companies for 55 years. And Ronald Endel is also on the board of directors of the Buffalo Fire Historical Society and member of the Fire Bell Club of Buffalo, Inc. Now, in this article in the Buffalo News that Stan Evans put in, it mentions about Sam Gadana former captain of the fireboat, that he's going to be there at this event November 12th at noon, and he can answer questions about the E.M. Cotter. Let's talk about Sam Godana. What, what Sam, is he all about? Sam Godana was one of the captains of the Buffalo fireboat for, for years and years and was actually the driving force between to get the Cotter recognized as a National Historic Landmark. Uh, and we felt that it was only fitting that with, through his efforts and everything else that the boat is still going, that, that he would be the one to kind of cut the cake for us in that. Uh, Sam's been a Great Lakes pilot and, and well-known on the, on the waterfront of the city of Buffalo. And as I said, he spearheaded the drive to get the national uh, registry work all done. And that's why we figured he would be the ideal person for this. He was the captain of the boat for Probably close to 25 years, one, one of the captains mm -hmm. back then when they used to have four captains yeah. and, a, and the crew and everything else. And, and as, as Sandy said, now they're down to just the one captain and the, the uh, marine engineer are the only paid people on the boat. There's also a bunch of other people that, that volunteer their services on the boat when they go out as line handlers and, and tour guides. Uh, it's kind of a way of recognizing them also at this event. 
Sandy, tell us a little bit more about Sam Gagne. Well, like Ron said, Sam uh, was the driving force to uh, get this boat registered as a National Historic uh, Monument. And it has some um, uh, benefits to be a National Historic Monument. Uh, It means that the uh, boat now becomes part of the federal government in the to the f- point that the city is uh, liable to uh, maintain it a little bit. Um, they can't just dispose of it, uh, so uh, there are certain regulations and things that uh, would be required of the city uh, should they decide at any point that they want to get rid of it. And uh, I think it'll be around for a long time. Uh, One of the things we are going to try and do as a conservancy is to uh, get the schools involved. Uh, We have a model of the boat that belongs to the historical museum, uh, the Buffalo Fire Historical Museum, that we have uh, put into a case and we can travel with it, and it is an exact replica of the fireboat. And we want to get it into the schools and uh, show the kids what their history of Buffalo Waterfront is and uh, possibly even get them down to the boat sometime. At at, at one time, there was three fireboats in the city of Buffalo. The the Cotter is the third fireboat that the city of Buffalo had. uh, And it's gone through, ironically, three name changes. It started out as the William F. Gratton. Uh, and then in 1943, it was changed to the firefighter. And then a little later, in 54, it was changed to the Edward M. Cotter in honor of one of the first presidents of uh, Local 282, the Firefighters Union. Um, so it's kind of steeped in history with the, the fact that it's been over to uh, Port Coburn to fight the fire back in 1960. It was credited with was helping save the town of Port Coburn, and they mm-hmm. welcome them back every year for their annual festivities. Um, so uh, it's got kind of a unique, unique history that a lot of people don't don't realize. We have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. We urge all of our listeners in the 17 states we cover and Canada, and Canada's fire. Uh, fighter needs also tax deductible checks are to be made payable to fireboat em cotter c-o-t-t-e-r conservancy and may be sent to p.o box 4 buffalo new york 14231 again uh, deduct tax deductible checks to fireboat em cotter conservancy P.O. Box 4, Buffalo, New York, 14231. We've learned a great deal for, from these firefighters, Sandy Beckman and Ron Endel, on the Rusk Report recommended by Ronald Papa, President and CEO of National Fire Adjustment. If you have any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, our Director of Production for the past 15 years. Have a great week. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.